today on Public Sector Marketing Automation Podcast. So you have to think ahead of how many emails can I handle? How do we handle several other things like deliverability? So just because you have an email too, doesn't mean the recipient of the email is actually going to receive it. It may get blocked by spam or various other different challenges. Welcome to the Public Sector Marketing Automation Insights Podcast. How government agencies can reduce costs and increase efficiencies, marketing results and customer experience by leveraging web analytics, marketing automation, and personalization. Advice and tips are provided from over 20 years of experience in digital marketing. And for today's show, here's your host, Dion Jones of Enotics. Welcome to today's episode of the Public Sector Marketing Automation Insights Podcast. Today, I'm joined by John O'Keefe from the Oracle Marketing Cloud. Welcome back, John. Dion, great to be back. So as in the past, John and I will be discussing various public sector marketing automation topics. So John, what have you been hearing out there this week? Well, Dion, yeah, so far, right, we've talked about what is marketing automation, fundamental basic use cases, and we've gone over some of the biggest public sector email marketing mistakes. Today, I'd like to get into something I've seen come up in the public sector in recent conversations with some of the unique use cases or issues that the government organizations have. They may not even realize that an automation tool can help them, or perhaps they see difficulty in procuring the technology to help them with their problems. So they end up trying to build their own solution that fits their needs. So Dion, I'd like to start with that. Given some of the challenges in the space, should the public sector build their own automation tools or should they buy them? That's a great question. And as you've mentioned, we see this come up from time to time. So let's have a more of an open dialogue this week. So there's many different things to think about. I like to sum it up as whether they should build or buy. So we call it build versus buy. And there's many things to be aware of. First one is if you are going to build your own solution, like a marketing automation solution, you need to really think about the feature set. What we found is if you're going to do something like that, you're going to run into many different challenges. One of the challenges is a limited feature set, meaning that you may have one or two or three ideas, but being unaware of how marketing automation truly works, you'll miss several other features that a system like Eloqua Oracle or Oracle Eloqua has. Oracle Eloqua has, on the other hand, a set of powerful, fully baked features, meaning they've been tested, tried, used across different industries, including the private sector, public sector, handled many different issues that you may not be aware of. So building, first off, I would not advise it, obviously, because there's a lot of things that we're going to discuss today that you need to think about. So why are public sector orgs reaching this conclusion? I think it's because we normally deal with a person who might be a technical person who's good at what they do. They have a development team and their mandate is, hey, let's save taxpayer dollars. We're already paying for overhead for someone to actually develop. So let's go ahead and have them develop what we need versus buy something. The other reason I think this is coming up is they are unaware that something already exists that's been tried and tested that can scale, that can help them get and achieve the goals that they're setting out with marketing automation. Makes sense. Now, what are, you know, specific challenges you think they are facing in creating or in just kind of moving down the path to realizing they need a solution and deciding what to do about it? There's many things, John. So one of the things I like to just touch on is the fact that you have a marketing automation system or let's call it an email system built in-house doesn't mean it's truly going to fit your needs. 
So the challenges that they run into is really one support requests. So when you turn the system on, you set it up, it already has limited features. However, you're going to have a lot of people to support. They may have a bug issues. What do you do when the system goes down? There's also an issue with server maintenance needs. So servers need to be upgraded. The more the particular agency or organization is using the tool, the more demand it has on those server resources. So you have to think ahead of how many emails can it handle? How do we handle several other things like deliverability? That's another challenge. So just because you have an email tool doesn't mean the recipient of the email is actually going to receive it. It may get blocked by spam or various other different challenges. Right. You benefit sort of by the updates that, that you get from getting it from a provider, right? It's something that, that's consistently updated. Are there updates that do you think that, you know, actually procuring a technology, talk a little bit about the educational aspect in, you know, working with a technology provider and some of the things that, that you can pick up by, you know, being involved with a major cloud provider and, and some of the things that a marketer in the public sector communications person can learn by being part of a bigger organization. First, there's the technology, as we've been talking about, that needs to be created. Then what we're referring what your question is really referring to is something we covered a, a couple of episodes ago is about use cases. Like, how do you use it in the day to day job task or responsibilities of the marketing team who's going to log in? send emails, create emails, all that. So when you work with a company that's a larger company, like an Oracle company that has a set of partners like ourselves who specialize in this tool, you tap into all the years of trial and error that we've learned from. We can save you hundreds of hours across an organization, a large organization, and trying to figure out what to do, what not to do, when to do it, how to do it. So there's some issues you can avoid, and then there's some great opportunities you can take advantage of, best practices, how to leverage the tool better, when to send email, what's the best way to follow with email, if at all. So that's the benefit of working with a larger organization. Yeah. And one of the issues that you touched on earlier was deliverability. And it, it's interesting. I, that does come up with a number of my customers now. And, you know, it seems to be almost a moving target in terms of what to do to make sure your emails are reaching inboxes, right? A lot of people are you know, communicating via email um, in different organizations. And what are some of the things a public sector organization can look at in terms of having strong deliverability, meaning sending emails that aren't getting blocked, that aren't getting sent to spam? What are some of the things they can do? Well, there's several reports you can run inside the Eloqua system that will allow you to get insights on deliverability. But really what you can do is start testing emails beforehand. And when a large company gets onboarded to the Eloqua system, what we do is configure what is called IP warming. And what an IP warming campaign does is allows your IP address to be warmed, to be established a reputation, so to speak. Let me step back on that and explain this. When an email goes out by millions and millions of emails or tens of thousands of emails, and you have a low reputation for your IP address that sends those emails, you will have a large amount of those emails being blocked or put into a junk filter. And what's shocking to most companies who are new to this technology is the email might get blocked before it ever gets a chance to even arrive in the inbox. So you know you have your junk email, right, John? These types of low reputation emails can get blocked by the internet service provider or the network itself before it even shows up at the computer inbox of that user or recipient. So IP warming is the way we overcome that. We slowly send emails, we slowly send those out, increase them over several weeks time so you can build a good reputation of having 
one, a low unsubscribe rate, two, a low bounce back rate. And then with that time period of being several weeks of sending emails, you now have a reputation that's established so you can have a higher deliverability. Hey, Dion, this has been great. Perhaps we can get into this in uh, next week's episode. That sounds fantastic. Another episode, we'll call it part two. Sounds great. Talk to you then. Thank you. That's it for today's episode. If you want more information about Enotics and our marketing automation integrations, go to enotics.com. That's E-N-A-U-T-I-C-S.com. Also, if you'd like to suggest a topic or a challenge you're facing with public sector marketing automation, email us at questions at enotics.com and we will answer it in an upcoming podcast. Thank you for listening and tune in next time. We appreciate you joining us for this session of Public Sector Marketing Automation Insights. Be sure to review and subscribe to this podcast. Visit enotics.com for more resources based on today's topic.